Thank you for tuning in today on Voyage Through the Bible with Billy G. Nolan, where his heart is to fortify and strengthen your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this mini teaching, and if you need prayer, if you would like more information, or you simply want to join us as we voyage through the Bible, go to www.voyagethroughthebible.org. Jonah in the storm. We're voyaging through the Bible. The outlook in the Upper Peninsula was westward looking, and the people living in the Dakotas, Montana, Wyoming, that kind of attitude was prevalent in the Upper Peninsula. In going to the Lower Peninsula, it was more of a Midwestern attitude and action. We're going to be talking about maintaining the ferry and the scheduling of the ferry and tied into the ferry, the ferry employees and the great upkeep of the ferry as we continue on. This is fall. This is October. This is a season that is really unique because the great hunter expedition has begun. There's deer hunters every place. They have licenses to find their deer. They're interested in getting them. Sometimes it's a party of five, so there's five deer to be gotten. And these, most of these people have done deer hunting for years. So as they go on the car ferry, sometimes you see one, two deer on the roof of a car. Sometimes a pickup truck will have several deer in it. So there's many deer traveling from the Upper Peninsula to the Lower Peninsula and some traveling the opposite direction. It's the grand moment of deer season on the car ferry. The quest of the overview is to explain to a doubting heart what a new heart looks like and we can have new beginnings. We have a plan to show you through the stories the many aspects of God's dealing with the human race, past, present, and future. We're, we'll be looking at the enabling power of God for the worst and the best. All through the stories were woven the promises of God. Our failures, God's promises. Jonah in the storm. It says that God sent, but the actual word is that God hurled the wind in the sea. It was a violent storm. In Psalms 104.4, he made winds his messenger and flames of fire his servants. The sailors knew that this wasn't a normal storm. They were filled with fear. Accustomed to the sea, they were fear-stricken. They began to cast the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. Fear, questioning, activity began to take place. The whole point of the sailors' Actions were to keep the boat afloat. Jonah, meantime, was not normal. He was 
he fell asleep. Sometimes sin and rebellion will leave us stupefied. It'll leave us in a point where we could not even understand the danger that's around us. The heathen sailors called to Jonah as one of the people on the ship to pray. The prayer of all did not quiet the storm, so the sailors drew lots. Until the New Testament was beginning to be written, lots were used. They drew lots and Jonah was found guilty. Jonah began to witness to the sailors. Everybody on the ship, he was telling them how great Jehovah was. He was a creator. He was greater than the sea and greater than the storm. At the moment, everyone on the ship was converted. They recognized that they were in the hands of a mighty God and they were at a point where they found the Lord. So even Jonah's state, the Lord caused quite a large group of people to find him. Rough-hewn people, seafaring people. Jonah 2, 1 through 9. We're talking about the prodigal son who went to a foreign land and came to his senses in Luke 15, 11 through 24. In Romans 2, 4, or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? Somebody I once knew used to say about himself, my hearer needs to hear. Continuing with imaginations that can go wild, we can base our imaginations on a false presumption, fear, sin, and unbelief. Jeremiah 16, 12. But you have behaved more wickedly than your ancestors. See how all of you have, are following stubbornness of the evil hearts instead of obeying the Lord. The foundation should be built on confidence in the word of God. In 2 Corinthians 10.5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God. And we talk and we take captive every thought and make it obedience to Christ. Trying to substitute God's best can be full of fear, frustration, and discouragement. God's way is a better way. Therefore, if anyone hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. The rains came down, and the scream arose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had been foundations were built on the rock. It read, react, hear, and do the word. It's read, react, hear, and do the word. We need to learn the art of allowing circumstances not to rule over us. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life and what you will eat or drink 
or about your body, what you will wear. Not life more is not life more than food, the body more than clothes, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. I was coming off a time of backsliding, chasing money instead of God. I was thrown into a vision that lasted for at least two hours. In the vision, I saw a large cement platform. Now, this is going back at least 60 years ago. And I watched it being built. It was an extraordinarily large. It was like a tennis court without nets. At one point, it looked like a big stovepipe was being erected with a cone and then a cone on top. This is before rockets were being understood in quite the same way as it is today. I watched it ignite. I watched it fly off in distance. And extraordinary as it was, it seemed I was driving the whole time. I came to when I was in my house in my own driveway. And I asked the Lord what I'd seen. And the Lord said, the cement pad is your failure. I, I can use your failure as a base for others to have success. This would be a template that I would like to present to you. It's a template of use. I would like to put out the idea before you. If you think you're hearing the voice of the Lord, listen carefully. Verify it and then obey it. Take action to it. In Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Take your thoughts in obedience to Christ. Let's remember to walk in the Spirit. Remember being word-soaked with the Lord leads to a spirit awareness, a spirit direction in us. Isaiah 46, 11, From the east I summon birds of prey from far-off lands, the man to fulfill my purpose. What I have said, I will bring about. I, what I have planted, I will do. The voice we're talking about is the inner voice. It's a voice that is distinctive from your voice. It is not our voice, but yet it's in us. It's never hard to understand, yet it can be unusual. In a normal sense, these interventions by God into your own thought life are inspirations to bless other people who have needs. There's a small word from the Lord that can lead to a spirit life in someone else. In John 6, 63 and 1 Peter 1, 23 through 25, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and full of life. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of the imperishable through 
the living and enduring word of God. For all peoples are like grass, and all their glory is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower falls, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word that was preached to you. What I am laying before you is a blessing and cursing depending on how you handle and obey or whether you disobey. God's thoughts received are a blessing. God's thoughts with unbelief cut us off. In Hebrews 5, 11 through 14, talks about maturity. But it's hard to make a clear of you that you no longer try to understand. But in fact, by the time you should be teachers, you need someone to teach you again. The elementary truths of the word of God. Over and over again, you need milk and not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk being still an infant and not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. But solid food becomes to the mature. The mature is the one who can distinguish good and evil. Open yourself up to the voice of God. 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9. Be alert, sober-minded. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to destroy. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. And then submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. So our thought life is a part of our experience And God can speak through our own internal memory. He can speak through our thought life. We'll be talking about this as we continue on in Jonah. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast from Billy on this episode of Voyage Through the Bible. This journey and its many adventures lead you into the mysteries of creation and man, not only to know the Bible, but to experience it and live it. If you would like to sow into this ministry and be a part of somebody else's journey as they learn about God, please visit our website, www.voyagethroughthebible.org.